What is up, everybody? This is Keith Jamison. I go by GatorGuy231 across the DFS industry, and we are back again for another EPL Saturday, another three-game stagger start slate at some point this season. I'm going to be able to not say that. I hope. I hope. I really enjoy slates where we get lineups all at once, but we are going to make the best of what we have, which is a really, really interesting three-game slate with a ton of studs, really, really low totals, and my type of slate where hopefully there's very, very minimal to no goal notifications. And I can give you guys that we can project floors that have set pieces that are going to get us get us DK points regardless of goals or assists. And we can lap our competition who are chasing goals. So that is my type of style and how I like to play DFS soccer. So we are going to get into those picks, but a quick reminder, if you want access to this type of video, the awesome EPL picks from Nigel that comes, I'm taping this on Thursday night, comes out Friday. I love that show. He is phenomenal. Make sure you check that out. We got Champions League coming back with Lee Snyder. We got tons of soccer on the Mayo Media Network. Hit that subscribe button. We'd love to do it. And then if you're not just interested in soccer, there's just tons of content on here. So make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that helps. And if you are not interested in YouTube, but are finding us on podcasts or don't want to watch the video, then you need to check out Daily Fantasy Picks and Bets the Mix. Make sure that you find that on any of the podcast stations or, or audio devices that you are doing, and you will be overwhelmed with unbelievable content there as well. All right, enough of the advertisements. Let's get into what really is a stud slate of guys. Probably that if you're new to soccer, you're like, hold on, Keith, these are not studs. I did not know that. El Ghazi and Pascal Gross and James Ward-Prowse are studs, but in the daily fantasy world, they are. And let's talk about why. So let's talk at the start, at the top end. Look, I've picked this up after a few weeks on the Mayo Media Network. We're going to go not by position, but by salary, so that we can kind of go over where you're going to be going to be targeting. And I think this is a very interesting slate in the fact that you're possibly going to get three to four of these studs. Because at the defender position, if you notice, I only have one defender listed here. Defender's not that great. And I'm going, I, before getting the picks, I want to talk about that, that part because it used to be in the daily fantasy soccer world. You play two fullbacks, you know, they get you six to eight DK and, and you roll. And on this slate, I don't know if there's, if there's defenders that I can really project for that type of role. Like maybe Ricardo Pereira, but you know, he's been kind of not that great. You know, Ryan Bertrand used to be a guy that we love, but he's not crossing the ball at all. Um, you know, Matt Target, it comes in and out. Like, so there's these guys that are up at the top. They don't have phenomenal floors, not really, in my opinion, worth the price, which is going to make us have a little more freedom at the top end to pick up guys that do have elite floors. So let's talk about who I think has the top floor on the site, and he is the most expensive player, which is Enroel Ghazi. And there is a big caveat with Enroel Ghazi. So I'm taping this on Thursday night. Jack Grealish is looking very doubtful to play. Um, if he's out and you don't see Ross Barkley, Enroel Ghazi should have a monopoly set pieces this past game week and midweek, get 14 crosses, three shots assisted, two shots, one on goal, four fouls run, 21 DK floor points. So almost two goals worth of points in floor. No goals, no assists. Just imagine if one of those, you know, crosses results in a goal or if one of those shots went in. He also gets on PK duty. So Anwar Ghazi and a plus matchup versus Wolves, I think is my favorite play on the slate. Um, but again, big caveat. 
that if you see Ross Barkley in or Jack Grealish suddenly comes to fitness, you got to get off of him. And there's going to be people that you can swap to it. There's still, you know, depending on where your lineup is, you're going to have Pedro Nader, you're going to have Adama Troyar, you're going to have Pascal Gross, you're going to have Yuri Thielmans all coming afterwards. So you're going to be able to make, you're going to be able to make uh, moves. All right, let's talk about the next guy, which is Pascal Gross. So Pascal Gross for DFS purposes, anything but gross, anything but gross. Now, Brighton scoring and for their fans, for all the chances they're generating, that has been tough to watch. But Pascal Gross, including his missed penalty this past this past week, but has been nothing short of phenomenal for for Brighton since he's gotten back in the nod. So now if you go back, um, so in the last four games alone, no less than 14.7 DK. In that time, only one assist. So we had 16.6 versus Villa. No goals, no assists. We had 16 versus Crystal Palace. No goals, no assists. 14.7 versus West Brom. No goal, no assists. Pascal Gross's floor is elite. And Leicester, while they are a phenomenal team, Leicester is so beat up by injuries. No James Madison, no uh, Harvey Barnes. Like, it's a tough. They really are not looking like the same Leicester that we saw for a while when they were rolling. So, you know, it's not a matchup I'm scared of. You know, Brighton really needs points really badly. Um, Brighton's honestly way too good to get relegated. So, you know, I'm kind of rooting for Brighton to stay up because I think they play really good in expansive football. But Pascal Gross is going to have to orchestrate that. James Ward-Prowse, that's the next player on the list at 9,000. Monopoly set-piece taker for, for Southampton. Southampton and um, Sheffield's a really interesting game. I'm, I'm actually really curious to hear Nigel's perspective tomorrow. But, um, you know, Southampton's been in that mid-tier. You know, they're more like a cup run. But the really interesting thing with them, if they're not careful, if they if they keep surrendering some points, they're all going to send them all of a sudden going to be in the relegation battle, which they really don't want to do. They're way too talented, too much of a budget to do that. Um, so I really do think they come out here firing and trying to get three points. Sheffield has to get three points here to stay up. They're running out of time. So you're going to see two teams really going for it, I think. Um, James Ruprouse at 9,000, um, you know, has been all season one of the safest bets in DFS. Um, you know, in the uh, last game versus Everton, 15 crosses and route to 16.1 DK. I think of all these studs on the list, I think James Ward-Prowse has one of the most secure floors of everybody, but also may lack the elite upside of everybody else. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's really tough. It's tough to decide who you want to leave out. Um, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. Uh, and I think that, you know, something I'm going to be struggling with till lock is like, who do I not play of El Ghazi, Gross, Ward-Prowse, Nato, Tielemans? I can't play them all. DraftKings doesn't let you have a limited salary. That's what makes Daily Fantasy great. So let's talk about Pedro Nato. Pedro Nato, honestly, is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. Uh, I think Pedro Nato is one of the best young players in world football. Uh, I think he's going to be a household name before you know it. And, you know, take out the Manchester City game, which anytime you're looking at, like, game logs and you're trying to project, you just have to take out City. But he had 22.4 DK versus Newcastle, 11.4 versus Leeds, 20.9 versus Southampton, 12.6, 18.4. Like, you get the picture. Pedro Nato is just an absolute stud. He split sets with Jao Moutinho, which, look, we don't love to see set splits, right? Like, I love monopolies where they're taking the left and the right side of the corners. I get all those set pieces all come to my guy. But Pedro Nato's open play value is elite, and he's just so dynamic. Wolves need a win. Um, just, you know, they're not getting relegated and they're probably not, they're not going to get in the top four, but it's just like one of those things that Wolves is too talented to keep like just being in this mid tier. So look for Pedro Nato um, to be attacking. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be talking about when his team is Dominic here shortly. Uh, next, next player, Yuri Tielemans, 
no James Madison should, and this is a big asterisk on the slate, should mean a monopoly of set pieces for Yuri Tielemans. Um, but the big asterisk is, is all of a sudden, if you see Mark Albrighton in the game, Mark Albrighton in the Europa League has taken over Yuri Tielemans. I think if all of a sudden, if Mark Albrighton starts, he would take over Tielemans as well. So in, in this match as well. So, you know, the cool part is Albrighton is cheaper than Yuri Tielemans. It's the last game. So if you plug in Yuri Tielemans, you'll have $1,200 to go down to Mark Albrighton. And if you play a different defender, or you have one more player from this game, then you can upgrade that player with that extra salary. So you're not dead, but just know the that if you play Yuri Thielmans for his Monopoly set pieces at 8,000, which is a very fair price, Yuri Thielmans is an elite player. Normally he's always tilting me because James Madison will be in. People still pay like 6,000 for Yuri Thielmans and he still gets a goal or assist because he's that good of a player. Um, but really like it. I think it's a great price at 8,000. So again, part of this group of just elite floor plays that, you know, are going to likely take you to cash. Adama Traore is the next step down. He does. He's the only player on this list outside of the, my one punt defender that does not have set pieces, but uh, Adama Traore is an absolute beast. Um, his floor lately has been picking up as well. Let me give you kind of some stats on him from a DK perspective. Once I can pull it up, <laughs> here we go. So um, he only had 6.8 versus City, which again, toss out City, but 17.4 points versus Newcastle, 7.3 versus Leeds, 14.3 versus Leicester, 9.8 versus Arsenal. I skipped a, a, a tough game versus Southampton with 4.2. But again, he doesn't get set pieces, but Domitore crosses a ton of open play value, draws fouls, takes some shots. You know, they don't rarely uh, result in goals or assists, but when they do, you know, his game logs will blow up. Last season, um, at his height, we were paying, you know, Hosted like 9,000 up to 10,000 some slates. So I really think that at 6,700, he's a quite a discount. Um, the next one I'm going to go through really quick. Uh, I think the likely construction is that you're going to have one of the next four guys, John McGinn, John Fleck, Jao Matinho, or Oliver Norrith. Um, the only one of this group, McGinn could take some corners. He likely doesn't. Um, but he had a great game versus Sheffield midweek. Um, Oh, I'm on the wrong thing. Uh, John McGinn put up 15. Oh, come on, load. Here we go. 14.3 DK, four shots, five crosses, two fouls drawn. John McGinn used to be a Manchester United target. Um, Sir Alex Ferguson loves him. Um, has one of the best goals you'll ever see in the championship. Just search on YouTube, John McGinn goal. It's a half volley, uh, just, just unbelievable. But John McGinn has a ton of talent. Um, depending on the lineup, you know, if you don't see Ross Barkley in, and you see two holding defenders with John McGinn, he gets a lot more ability to roam, and that's when he can really do some damage. Um, John Fleck is just a set piece um, type of guy, 5,100 with split sets with Oliver Norwood, um, you know, looking to get you like six to eight DK. Jao Matinho, same deal. You know, he had the assist versus City, which makes his logs look a little bit better, but Jao Matinho, another like one of these like safe six to eight type of guys. Um, but of the group, my favorite I want to spend a little more time on is Oliver Norwood. Um, and the last four games he's been really really consistent now he's been under 4k for all those games so he's been a great value but um over nine points for liverpool uh, we've been seeing john fleck in and out of the lineup but oliver nord's been kind of a staple and when he's in and no fleck he potentially has a monopoly of set pieces so at 4500 it's the first game if you don't see fleck i don't think there's a way around john mcginn finally and then we will be wrapping up i want to talk about a punt defender and again i told you that i just don't see a huge difference in punting center backs on this slate versus, you know, paying 2000 more for a fullback that, you know, if I'm projecting it out, maybe they have two to three DK more floor, 
but I could save money and get a pay up a stud. So I'm going to just bring up Sagar uh, Soyanchu. We'll see if I said that right. But, you know, one of the up and coming defenders in the league, you know, he's just now getting back into fitness. He's only been back, um, I think, like five or six straight games. But he's had a number of really good games throughout the season. You know, I'm looking at one uh, February 3rd versus Fulham had 8.4 DK with the clean sheet. Um, but, you know, normally hovers in that three to five range. He's a very aggressive tackler. Um, is a big guy. He only has five shots on the season, but something like that, that, that kind of boggles my mind. Uh, he should have more. So we'll see. Let's see if he shows up. He's 2,700. If you get four or five DK from him, you should be happy. Um, not going to go over goalie because if you've watched these before, you know my what I'm going to say. Start at the bottom. So plug in Aaron Ramsdale. He's 4,200. Cheapest goalie on the slate. And then go up if you have the salary. So finish your lineup with the cheapest goalie. And then if you have the salary to do it, upgrade to somebody you like more. And if you don't and you love your lineup with the cheapest goalie, guess what? Aaron Ramsdale won people GPPs. So this week uh, with a shutout win. And, you know, that, that's a very, very even game. All these games are pretty darn even. So, you know, crazier things have happened. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you guys so much for watching. I didn't plug my site at the beginning. So I'm going to do that now. If you want to find more of my content, check us out at, at FSI DFS on Twitter, or you can search uh, FSI DFS on YouTube to find our channel. We've got tons of stuff dropping there. And, you know, the last reminder, Mayo Media Network is phenomenal. Thank you guys so much for allowing soccer to, you know, get more attention. It's always been a niche sport, but it's a phenomenal niche sport. I hope you guys are enjoying this and that these videos are helping you win some money. So with that, this is Keith, aka Gator Guy 231. That see ya.